So whatever. Yeah. Do you mind ever catch you looking at porn on the computer? Never caught me looking at porn on the computer, but Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And that was that was some good good intro talk. That was some good intro that talk. Was some good stuff. Unfortunately for you guys, you'll never know our deepest darkest secrets. Well, maybe. Maybe I don't. We haven't decided which what will go yeah. into the intro yet. I know, Justin. Thank you for sharing, even if we don't use that. Hey, it makes us closer friends. It does. Yeah. I, I think that's great. We yeah. shared a great moment there. That right. was good. Well done. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, man. How, uh, how how have you been? I've been. <laughs> Doug's how having trouble making eye contact with me how, now. How are you? <laughs> What's, uh, did you wash your hands? Because <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to use my bathroom, by the way. Doug, you're out of paper towel. Why are you using paper? Oh, no. Jill, hide the paper towels. Justin's here. Inside Make jokes. sure there's no paper towel near that bed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Then I finally <laughs> tried to flush a sock. I'm just like, God damn it. What can you put down this thing? You come out with like one sock, and I'm like, I just give you a look, and you're like, you, your you, toilet's clogged. <laughs> you're like, you hit the paper towels. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I don't know. He's toilet paper. It's not good enough. Don't flush his sock. <laughs> I just walk out and I just look at you. You look at me. There's 30 seconds of silence, and I go, you got a plunger. <laughs> I just shake my head, hand you the plunger <laughs> every goddamn time. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll be right back. I, I have needs. I have needs. Come back out. You got another plunger. Don't tell Beth. <laughs> I love it. Woo! <laughs> Woo is right. Woo. So how are you doing, buddy? Oh man, it's been it's been great. Had a short week with Fourth of July. Uh <laughs> too much at work no <laughs> no it was it was a nice smooth week before we head back into my regular stuff so you mean the week we're currently in yes this yeah. week that we're currently in yes yes because we're in the future <laughs> we're on, we're here on thursday we're here on thursday yes in the future mm. uh yeah no it was uh you know it was nice to kind of just chill kind of still because a lot of people were still out for fourth of july week yeah. whereas my vacation was the last you know bit of the week prior and then into that, so yeah. it was cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm happy to uh, get a little, you know, shake off some stress because there's a lot of you know, yeah, I was with work. You take vacation, you start feeling in that that good spot. Yeah, you come back, you're like, man, you know what? Things are pretty good. And then within 48 hours, you're like, Ugh. it's amazing how quickly, how long it takes. At least for me, and I'm assuming it's it's true for for most people. But it's amazing when you go on vacation. It takes you three, four, maybe five days before you really start to unwind. Like, because you have the initial travel day, mm-hmm. and then when you get there, usually that the, the next full day, I'm still not like yeah. I haven't shed all the shit yet. So it's usually the third or fourth day by the time I'm like, all right, I can really, I'm really starting to let go mentally of all the other shit, and I'm starting to to kind of feel mm-hmm. feel good, feel relaxed. But the problem is, is that unless you're taking like a proper vacation, like that's like a week, two weeks long, 
that third or fourth day, you're you're getting you're getting ready to turn around and come back home. So you start dreading it. You start dreading it, and so now you're you're ramping back into the stress. Yeah. But it takes you know, let's say three four days to to shed that stress. When you come back to work, for me, by the end of the first day back, I my stress levels back up, yeah. and it's amazing how long it takes to shed it, but how quickly it can come back. Yeah. I feel like that's not fair. It's like winter and summer. Yeah. Winter takes forever to go away, and summer's just this little blip. Like, boop, and it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, for, it depends on my job, because, like, I remember working at the hotel, it lasted less than 24 hours when I got back. Yeah. It would just immediately be like, I'd go through a shift, and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd start off the shift like, all right, okay, cool, and then by the end of it, I'm like, fuck this place. Uh, whereas in my current role, like, um, it's just, Little things, because really my yeah. stress level work is it's pretty minimal for the yeah. most part. But um, it's just I'm like sitting there going, "You fucking idiot! You fucking you! Why are there a bunch of dummies around here?" <laughs> because people do things that don't make sense. I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> and I start just like clenching my Jeez. fist. Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Uh, my boss got this new uh, boxes of swag to give to our uh, new hires uh-huh. like throughout the, and we got these like little stress balls. Yeah. They're called bead squeezes, or I call them bead squeeze. Bead squeeze. They're like little balls that have like these beads in them, and as you squeeze them, they make really disgusting noises. Ooh, I so like it. I'm like, this is going to be really distracting to the people that get Can them. Can you gank one for me? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's like... Yes! And I found, and I just so went to town that. on this thing, like one day, just going back and yeah, forth. Yeah. Just, I was just having so much fun with it. But I just found like this, the grossest sounds you can make with it. Yeah. It's like if you get all the beads in one area and kind of let everything else kind of fade out and then sort of slowly release it, it goes <laughs> God, uh, my skin just crawled yeah I was like yeah I was, but the thing that's kind of gross about these is there's a little bit of fluid in there just uh-huh. you know so you know these these beads can be yeah, squeezed yeah. um so and my I run hot anyway yeah so like I'm just going back and forth and you know squeezing it and whatever and then I put it down and then over time it starts to fog up on the inside <laughs> Because of the moisture being hot, I look down I'm like that's like a little greenhouse in there. Like that <laughs> stuff's like cooking. I've just created bacteria. I was like, don't anyone open this up because <laughs> it's probably gonna smell terrible. <laughs> it's probably gonna be awful. I've created life, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a god. See Wayne, I'm okay with that. <laughs> AI, AI in the in the squeeze ball, in the bead squeeze. But then I also noticed that I was destroying the beads as I was oh, like... Oh, were you? I didn't realize you could do that. I'm like, what's in here? Is that a little... Ch-? I'm like, oh my God, did I destroy some of these already? <laughs> like, it's starting to become mush. Because like, I've had this for two days. Yeah. I'm like... Blah, 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 so why you can't have nice things like nice bead squeezes, Doug? I was just like, we're going to tear through these. I'm going to tear through these. Do you guys get good swag there? Uh, we actually try to get good swag. Yeah. Like, we try to find fun things, especially for just um, our department, for the training department, because we like to reward people... We do a couple of improv games, a new hire training, and you know, for people to come up and participate, I yeah. like to reward them for it. Or um, we do our, uh, our sort of our big cumulative review of the two weeks of training. We'd play a game of Jeopardy, okay, and uh, it gets really competitive. And nice. the people who win, we give them like a portable battery charger That's for really fun for their stuff, and we give them a slap koozie, which is oh, one of my favorite what? things. A slap koozie. So it's like slap bracelets, but it's a koozie, so you can like slap it around your drink so it doesn't sweat. It's, ah, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's so good. So you guys do have good swag. We have pretty good swag. That's fucking awesome. So yeah, we uh, we Damn try it. to we try to we try to make it as fun as possible. Hell so, yeah. Um, just so people can have fun with that sort of stuff. So yeah, dude, uh, <laughs> sounds fun. Yeah, we try to make it as fun as possible. Yeah, I like the idea, the concept of like doing. Uh, game shows or 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 like it's jeopardy so like to fun. to review what you've been training on because yeah. that's 
the hardest part is I'm sure similar to you, our company, I'm sure yours is the same has such, it's so, the training is so robust. There's so much to pack in and it just, there's no way that a new hire is going to remember everything. Yeah. All we're hoping is that you remember what the basic programs are and what they do basically (laughs) after you like you, maybe at one point you're, you get on a call, you're like, I remember covering this, but then, and you know, so, and you know, you kind of, you really get your training as you jump in and do it, but it would be such a, uh, it'd be such a fun thing to do. We, we only hire like, we tend to hire individuals. Like yeah. we'll hire one person, then we'll go through another round of interviews. One person. So we don't really do like the giant hiring yeah. events like you guys have. So it wouldn't make much sense. But I love that idea. Yeah, it's fun just because it's it's a fun way to sort of uh, just encapsulate everything that you've learned. And we and also we tell them over the two week period of like, hey, this may or may not be on Jeopardy. So pay attention. So they know it's coming. Yeah, we yeah. we definitely let them know way in advance because we want them to pay attention during all that sort of stuff. And, right. And I feel and like not it helps be on their phones. Not be on their goddamn phones and sleeping. But we uh, we have a lot of fun with it. It always gets ultra competitive. Does it's it? Really, really funny how like the people really want to win. Yeah. Like they're like. Ooh. They try really hard, and sometimes, like, the last time I did it, I had to be like, everyone, relax. Like, there was just an uproar. I was like, everybody calm down. <laughs> Actually, I think I got kind of mad. Kevin, that. put the chair down. <laughs> like, I guess my boss wasn't there, so she had she was doing something else, and she goes, I heard your head got kind of red while you were in there. I was like, oh, shit, I got, I'm sorry. <laughs> she goes, no, good, it had to be done. I was like, yeah, but I don't like people to see me that way. Here's the thing. It's hard with... With someone like you, it's hard because you're like I have a beard and a full head of hair. So really, there's only a minimal amount that can get red and like that's visible. <laughs> you have half of your whole head yeah. is just this beacon of what is Doug. It's like a mood head. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> it changes color. Like oh, oh, Doug's getting pissed. Doug's angry now. Like, and that's not. It's, so it's not easy to hide yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's just it's it's frustrating because like I explain the rules. I'm like, does everyone understand the rules? Yes. And then someone doesn't follow the rules, and they're penalized, and they're like, what? And then they just get, like, really nitpicky. <laughs> we got to start fighting over semantics, and I was just like, I just want to get through this game at this point in time. Right. Because it's fun, but when that happens, I was not having fun. I'm like, how fast can we get this done? Right, right. And then when it's, like, when it's we, we ended on a bad note on the game, people were fighting over semantics. <laughs> Love and the it fact that didn't even matter. Right. It didn't even matter. I'm like, the team who got this is not winning the game. Right. There's This team is by far in the lead. It doesn't matter. And I, was, I almost want to be like, do you want this 100 points? Right. You can have it. It won't change anything. Right. You know, I'll tell you what. Each of you get 100 points. There you go. Still doesn't matter. 50 and 50. Go fuck yourselves. And then uh, as soon as I was like, well, thanks, guys. It's been a great two weeks. <laughs> and I had to like flip it around. And yeah. I was just like, I felt gross Well, also, that. you're just like, guys, this is... The purpose of this is for fucking training. Yeah. Let's really focus on why we're doing this. It yeah. doesn't matter. The game is secondary. You're lucky we're playing a game. A- Some people, Justin's company doesn't play games. <laughs> Who's Justin? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> now, those, I remember one, because one of the, the things we play in the game is, is if you buzz in before I finish reading the question, you're disqualified from answering. Sure. Because we want to make sure that everyone gets an opportunity to read it. Yeah. So a couple times during the game, this this happens. Someone buzzes in. I'm like, you can't answer. And someone else does it. And I'm like, you can't answer. But I tell them, I go, once someone does this, I go, I'm going to repeat the whole question. Start over. So this happened a couple of times. And then, like, the third to last question, like, someone buzzes, buzzes in. They get it wrong. 
You know, so I've read the question, they get it wrong, and then someone else buzzes in, they're like, hey, I thought you had to read the question over. I go, no, you've been here this whole game. I go, when do I have to, hey, when do I have to repeat the question? Explain it to me right now. Right. When, when, you've seen this happen all game. I just got really shitty with them. I, I felt really bad about it. But I was like, you've watched this whole game, all right? <laughs> stop, stop challenging me. I'm you're, your host. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> So get it, out of my training. It's fun, but it's always like people tend to get kind of shitty sometimes about sure, it because yeah. it's so competitive. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> but it's fun. I, I, that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, is going through and and, and, and doing that sort of stuff. I would like I would like to, uh, if it's possible, mm-hmm. I would like to come in as a guest trainer. Oh my god! <laughs> and and just completely derail. Oh Jesus! The entire game. Yeah. And you and I will find it funny. You may not have a job yeah. afterwards. Yeah, that would be kind of entertaining. Because the point of contention for a lot of people was someone got the answer mostly right. Uh-huh. And we're like, that's close enough. And then someone else had a similar answer that was pretty close but not quite. Right. And they're like, well, you said that first time that. And I was like, yes, you know what? But once you guys understand why. Yeah. Their answer was wrong, but closer than your wrong answer was right. Well, what was funny was this guy got it wrong. He knew he got it wrong. And then, like, he looked at me and goes, I got that right, right? And I go, no. And he goes, I did, right? And he winked at me. I'm like, you even know you got it wrong. You just winked at me. And then the girl's team was like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. I go, he even just acknowledged that he got it wrong. He winked at me. He knows he got it wrong. I was like, no, we're not doing this. And I was just like, it turned into this horrible I'm like, I'm arguing with adults over a game that we're using to just basically encapsulate what they've learned, and I'm yelling at them. My face is getting red. My head's getting red, and I'm yeah. just like, this, this is brutal. This is what it's come down to. I was like, God damn it. Because, you know, really all they want in the game is justice. Ho. Ho. And oh, while we're on the topic you, of justice. Hey, speaking of justice. <laughs> Justin, like, froze. He's like, oh, shit. That was a uh, that was a transition of of biblical proportions, my friend. That's right, guys. Have you heard Welcome of Death to Note? My gap. <laughs> have you heard about Death Note? <clears throat> Death Note. Death Note. It's this. Uh, it's an anime um, that uh, you know exists, and uh, they are now doing an American version of it, live action. That's coming out. I think August twenty fifth is when they said it's coming out on Netflix. And they just released uh, a trailer, uh, I think in late June, uh, show showcasing it. And uh, I was very excited about it because I watched the anime, which I kind of recommend. Um, it kind of has like two parts to it. I recommend watching the first part and then not bothering with the second part. <laughs> um, because it just really loses. There's a definitive change in, in how everything goes and like the plot gets really weird. And you're like, what? I'm just trying to find the the release date here. I don't know why it's, <laughs> why it's, it's okay. this difficult. It's all right, Justin. I got it covered. Go ahead. So for those of you who are not familiar with the story behind this, essentially what it is is uh, there is a high school kid by the name of Light, which is a typical anime name, um, and he is ins- insanely smart. And he essentially one day while he's on lunch outside, this notebook just falls out of the sky. And lands right by him. And on it, it's a black notebook that says Death Note. And as he opens it up, he reads there's rules, essentially, on how this thing works. But essentially, um, if you write someone's name down in the book, um, they die. And 
he soon learns that this book actually belongs to a death god. Uh, and the death god living in his realm, he got really bored with just hanging around these other death gods. So he's like, eh, what if I just drop this into this human world and see what happens? So he's kind of there just helping out, kind of helping, kind of mischievous sort of guy. And uh, Light sort of um, tests it out and realizes that he has the power to kill anyone in the world as long as he, he sees their face and he knows their real name. Those are sort of like... Oh, that's the caveats there's to There's okay. caveats to it. So um, if, he's, if he can look at your face but he doesn't know your real name, he can't do anything. <clears throat> like He has to try and figure out what your true real name is. Can you see your face in a picture? Or does it have to be in real life? Um, he can see it in a picture. Okay. But he again, he has to know he has to know both those things. Right. So But if he sees like if he's if let's say you were on the news mm-hmm. and you it said Doug Cochran and he saw you on the TV on the news mm-hmm. and he saw your name, he mm-hmm. could write it down yeah. that would that would work. Yeah, cuz if I remember correctly, he like looks through the internet and through newspapers and finds criminals who've done something wrong and then he basically writes out stuff and he can be specific. He can give exact times, dates and times when people die. He can dictate how they die. Interesting. Um, and he basically can control a whole lot of that stuff, which is pretty interesting. So I didn't realize it went that deep. Yeah, it was pretty... Because there, there's a lot in the early parts of the anime where he's just testing out stuff to see how it works. Yeah. And what can actually be done. And then he realizes that with this power, he can change the world for better. He can get rid of all the criminals you know, in the world. Uh, so he starts basically, you know, all of a sudden, all these really bad people start dying. Mm-hmm. And people start taking notice. And in general, the public is, like, scared at first. But then they're, like, they realize that he's getting rid of bad people. So, like, they start celebrating him. And they start calling him Kira, which is Japanese for killer. And they basically worship him in this sort of regard. And um, unfortunately, he draws the attention of this world-renowned investigator who's also, oddly enough, someone about his age. But he's incredibly, like, Sherlock Holmes-level detective. Okay. And he starts realizing something's like all the world organizations turn to him mm-hmm. um, whenever something really bad happens. Like, and they can't figure it out. They turn to him, and he basically, they, no one knows who he is, what he looks like. Right. He just goes by the uh, letter L. Okay. So he essentially gets on the case and he tries to figure out what's going on. He tries to figure out who's doing this. And he, it's, it's incredible this wonderful sort of cat and mouse game between these really two intelligent people. Yeah. And really sort of focuses on... So Light is painted to be very intelligent as well. He's ex- extremely intelligent. Okay. Like, top of his class, like, going to, like, high-level colleges and things like that. Like, he's a he's an incredibly smart person. So you have this battle of wits. Because you also struggle with the idea, I'm like, do you like Light and what he's doing? Because he kind of seems like a villain because he definitely enjoys the power. Light? Yeah. yeah. He definitely enjoys the power of being able to do this. And I think he also is arrogant enough to believe that he should be able to determine who lives and who dies. Um, and so it really deals a lot with the morality of that. And it deals a lot with the idea of human nature in that sort of sense. And what and all that, but what also fascinated me was people who were like, yeah, I support this guy. He's taking care of, he's taking out the trash. You know, because that's always the sort of romantic thing about vigilantism mm-hmm. is, you know, someone like Batman, you know, they showcase that a lot where like, in the Dark Knight, he cleans up the streets. No one wants to really bring him in, but as soon as the Joker comes in and starts killing innocent people because Batman won't show himself, they want him to stop. Right. He's harming people now. It's like, yeah, he didn't care when he's cleaning up the streets, though. Right. You're totally fine with that, but now that it kind of affects you and you're scared, you want him to step down and stop doing it. There's something very romantic 
about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I find interesting. I also think it's kind of interesting how I, there's there's moments when you talk about Batman where I truly feel like you think he's a real person. Oh, he is. Like, he's like real. you get like very you know, angry at the people of Gotham for for you like fucking assholes. You know, yeah. All of a sudden, now you want him to stop what he's doing, but it was fine when you were. Yeah, because like Justin, the, the thing about Batman is he's not just a man; he's a symbol. You know, the symbol can't be corrupted, can't be killed. Hmm. You know, it could be any of us. Dangerine. <laughs> Dangerine. Yeah, I, I'm pissed at those people because that's exactly how how people are. The second things start. Oh, ab- no, absolutely. They, they do the a, whole in not, world. not in my backyard sort of thing. Like, hey, yeah, you're cleaning up. Great. Cool. It doesn't affect me negatively. But the second it does, people are like, we better stop this. Right. It's like, well, you didn't give a fuck before. You were totally fine with it, you fucking douches. So, yeah. Thanks to getting me all riled up, Justin. Hell yeah. Hell dude. yeah. So, but... In general, you said the first half of this it's good. anime is good. Second yeah. half, it takes a turn and don't yeah, don't weird. waste your time yeah, with it. Yeah, it's really weird. What was your take on the actual movie or the 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 trailer for? Are they, is it coming as a movie or a series? I think it's a movie. If I re- remember okay. what I saw on IMDb, they they listed it as an hour and forty one minutes, which okay. I felt was a little disappointing. You wanted to kind of see it unfold in a little bit more detail. <sighs> well, over. I'm just like it unfolds so slowly. And, right, and it unfolds really well in um, in in the series that I feel like it's going to be hard to capture that in an hour and forty minutes. Right. So I was a little disappointed to see that, um, but um, it looks good, and it looks like they're going to be touching on a lot of the same themes. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm definitely they have uh, what's his face voicing the Death God, a Willem Dafoe. Yeah, sounds creepy as hell. Yeah, like it's perfect. Um, but I'm curious. I, I, I am a little bit hesitant because generally these sort of adaptations don't do well. So I was, uh, as I was looking for the release date, I came across this Screen Rant article, which is way too long to that fucking Screen Rant to go. You don't like Screen Rant? I like them and I don't. I hate how they set up their pages where you have to click on view as one article because they're just put full. Of, uh, whenever I try to look at their articles, my computer runs slow because there's so much bullshit on their page. Yeah, and a lot of their stuff is. It seems like uh, the poor man's version of Cracked. Yeah, they're like fifteen different things about this movie. That <laughs> so they're okay. Yeah, well, regardless. But it says why Netflix's Death Note trailer disappointed fans. Oh, which I thought was interesting. And they said in here a lot of people had you know great things to say. They were excited about it, but some of the true fans of the original anime series have been voicing their mm-hmm. uh, their displeasure. And in a recent parody video, apparently there was some uh, selection of, of characters from the original anime series, mm-hmm. who, series who were reacting to the trailer. Like they they, <laughs> they took cuts from like yeah. when they saw themselves in the trailer, like their reactions from it, uh, yeah. shock and disgust. Um, but so one of the one of the first things this article talks about is what you just brought up, which was Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. Avatar: The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. all got just. Yeah, critically just garbage pan. Like they, yeah. they were, they were terrible. Well, I, I would even though without seeing Ghost in the Shell, I would put that way higher up in the list than Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, I know and, you have and huge Dragon Ball issues Z with that. Yeah, because those Dragon Ball Z and Avatar: The Last Airbender, they were just horribly done. Yeah. Whereas I think Ghost in the Shell, according to what Dave's review was, it was pretty spot on with the the anime. Right. They just it didn't really. They didn't market it well, and I don't think people over here. It's it's really for a specific group. They didn't of people. really quite understand what they were getting themselves exactly. into with the movie. The average right. person who's not familiar with the source material is going to be like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Right, but I mean, to that end, though, I think 
the average person not familiar with the source material. I think anime in and of itself is a very niche market. And I mm-hmm. don't think – I mean I, I think that makes it very hard to bring – I even think that the the issue with Anne Flux, I, I don't think uh-huh. – I, I mean it – I. I remember, and I, I could be wrong. I thought it did decent when it hit the box office, but I I, I do remember a lot of people giving it shit. But so, it, like any time I've seen anime trying trying to being brought into uh, live action, I it's a very very difficult thing well, to do. Not Attack only, on Titan. If, well, not only just live action, but if you're Americanizing it, that's the well, and that gets into the second thing. Was one of their points was east to west. Yeah. They're moving it from the east to the west. And outside of the typical whitewashing argument that that mm-hmm. a lot of people are, which is a valid argument, but outside of that argument, which is is kind of the, the the first argument that everyone goes to, there are some other kind of nuanced arguments below that, which I think are interesting. Before um, you go on with this, I just want to go yeah. back to that first point where just the live action adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say if you're going to adapt an anime, this is a a good one to do. Okay, because I feel like. Um, there's nothing. There's not a lot of fantastical elements to it. Obviously, there's a death god mm-hmm. involved with it, but there's not like a lot of CGI that needs to happen, like Attack on Titan, or you know Dragon Ball Z, or Avatar: The Last Airbender, like or Ghost in the Shell, for that matter. Exactly. Yeah. Like it. It will need a little bit, but it doesn't necessarily require because the focus is on the characters and the premise, the which is Nos very, game. which is very strong. So I'm not as concerned about that. That's fair. And as far as the east to west sort of transition, same thing with this. There's I don't I feel like there's a lot there's a lot of commonality between the east and the west. Yeah. With at least at least with the premise and the themes, um, how it's executed probably could be up for debate. But um, I I feel like there's a lot of uh, similarity between cultures and that. Like for example, when they tried to change Americanize old boy, you know. The 2004 Korean film over to America. I was like, who, why? Who starred in that? Was that it was, uh, it wasn't Brolin, was it? It was Josh Brolin okay. and uh, one of the uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, yeah. Sam Jackson. Um, like, when they were doing that, I was like, that's not going to translate. That's not going to work right. over here. Like, you shouldn't do that. And it really didn't. Um, whereas with this, I'm like, no, I think those same themes do transcend cultures in that sort of regard. So, that being said, so to to that to that yeah. on that same point, a lot of them were saying, uh, and I'm just going to read a couple lines from this here. Many fans of the original anime uh, and Magna series would argue that the Japanese locations uh, location is integral to death, the Death Note story, just as the setting of Neo Tokyo is vital to Akira, or how New York is essential to Spider-Man. Death Note is firmly rooted in Japanese culture. They go on to say, for instance, the concept of uh, Shin. Shinigami or death gods mm-hmm. uh, is something that uh, directly derives from Japanese religion and mythology and serves as inspiration for the character of Ryuk Ryuk Ryuk. So the trailer suggests that Willem Dafoe's Ryuk is an authentic uh, version of the character, but with other Asian influences removed. The presence of a death god may make somewhat somewhat less sense in a Western setting. So they're saying that the entire concept of having a yeah. death god is rooted in the Japanese culture, and so moving it to New York or two of the Americas is not necessarily... It's kind of fish out of water. That's It's a point, but I think it's a weak point, mm-hmm. because while that's rooted in their culture and it's something that they probably are very familiar with, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to be like, this is a god of death. And if you explain it, which they're obviously going to talk about because it shows them in the trailer looking through a book 
I feel uh, like from death a, gods, like a global standpoint, we know enough about the Greek culture, own. the Roman culture, yeah. that like where there have been there's gods of war, there's sure. gods of love, there's gods of like the concept. I guess having it being a cultural yeah. consistency is is not an American thing, but yeah. concept I think is not too foreign. Well, exactly because I mean we when we picture death, we picture <laughs> a, a skeleton in a black robe with a scythe. You know, sure. We we could think of uh, that could be the god of death. Yeah, if you, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like the, it's it's not too far off. I think to to have that explained to the Western audience. So I'm not as concerned about that. That sort of stuff doesn't bother me. And I'll say this: when you talk about whitewashing, uh, they took a character that was normally white and they made him black in this American version. And I applaud them for that. So the character L is being played by a black. So person. in the anime, is not even Japanese. All, all Japanese He's, people. Yeah. Wait, oh, oh. In the anime, they're all Japanese. I gotcha. Okay. Whereas with this... So they he's not have, normally white then. Well, in anime, they look white. Oh, but like... Yeah, I'm, so I'm I, talking I, like I Caucasian... Apologize. Yeah, I apologize. In anime, like while people are Japanese, they're drawn white. Okay. So that's why I say he's white. That's kind of what I mean is like... Okay. In in the comic or in, in the anime, like he, he, they all look like white. He's he not also, a black He also character. looks exceptionally pale too because he doesn't go out that much, so... He's, okay. he's super white. <laughs> so to have to cast a black character to a play this very interesting character who is also incredibly smart and a detective and all that, but he just looks badass. He in, I, it's in very. The trailer. He's got he's got like a mask. He's got covered up. And he's doing that because he's covering up his face so, so that Kira be. cannot see who he is. And so do they at this point? Do they know that he needs to be? He needs to see the person then. See, that's that's how smart L is. L L's smart enough to figure that out. Oh, okay. He does this really interesting in the anime. He does this awesome thing where he tricks um, Kira into doing something like, and he exposes himself. And he's like, by and all of a sudden, L hacks the broadcast. He's like, by you doing this, I know the following things: one, you have to see their face; two, you have to see their name; three, I know you're in this region because we only broadcast this in this region he basically calls him out as a challenge like he goes i know exactly where you are and i know your rules and all of a sudden it's like that's a huge moment in the anime you're like oh fuck wow shit lights met his match that's interesting okay that's kind of cool yeah and there's that's kind of cool it's that again like that that that's the part of the anime that drives everything that's happening and then there's also a really cool moment in the anime where Light feels like um, there's a detective that's kind of figured out, like that could expose him, expose a weakness. And the whole episode involves him like walking with her to the police station. Yeah. To essentially, <clears throat> his goal is to find out her real name so that he can kill her. Because if she makes it to the police station, she can give some critical evidence over that may expose him. Okay. And he's just, just constantly like doing everything he can to be smart, cool, calm, collected. And he does an incredible job manipulating. And there's this beautiful moment where um, he is like, before she heads up, he's like, I'm sorry. And like, he goes to shake her hand and she like says what her name is. And it's like slow motion as she's like walking away. And he's like grinning as he's like writing it down in, in his notebook. And she turns and kind of looks and realizes like, Oh my God, what's happened. And then she kind of like goes blank in the face and then it cuts to her like being hung later like she hung herself oh wow it was like fuck oh. that's incredible that's so cool like yeah. it was a really impressive the, the intellectual battles that happen 
in the anime are absolutely just... On, like, how to manipulate and how to get what you because need. Because he's and, so smart yeah. that he knows, like, <clears throat> he will, you'll, you get a lot of his internal monologue mm. as he's sitting there going, he's like, if I do this, this is where I run the risk, or this, he's, like, calculating what he needs to do. Yeah. And, and everything like that, and how he's trying to avoid. So, like, you're rooting for him because you want him to buck the system. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I... But at the same time, you're like, is he what is what he's doing right? Right. Or is am I rooting for someone who's just yeah. murdering people? Or yeah. you're like L because L is also so smart and he's just trying to do the right thing. He's like, we shouldn't have this power. Like we shouldn't be able to do that. So yeah. there's a lot of, and this is this is what I love about anime is they tackle these sorts of topics and these premises um, that we don't normally cover in usually American culture. Yeah. Like with that little sort of storytelling. Like we don't. We cover it, but it just seems so unique to me when they go about it. Though the, the the vehicle they choose to tell these sorts of stories are always fascinating to me. Yeah. So That's, yeah. Yeah. So that being said, like I do have my hesitations with the with this film. First of all, I recommend anyone go check it out. It's the Death Note trailer. It's, yeah. It's fucking great. Uh, let us know, you know, uh, what you think about it. I think that would be a lot of fun to talk about. But I am concerned it's only an hour and forty minutes. Yeah. Because I don't know what they're going to be able to cover in that amount of time. What their goal is. Uh, but it looks great visually. Um, I like the actor. Some people were pissed off at the person who's playing light. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, the guy in the anime has red hair. What do you want from me? They like, were pissed off if for, in in what purpose? They felt like he was. They cast the wrong person. Like he wasn't a good casting choice for okay. it. I don't know who the fuck I would cast for it. Like, honestly, when it comes to that th- sort of stuff, when it comes to anime adaptations or comic book adaptations, I'm pretty loose. I'm pretty easygoing yeah. for some things, um, as long as it's done well. Yeah. You know, like, I remember people were up in arms about Keanu Reeves playing Constantine, which I kind of get. Cause because he's blonde, right? He's blonde. Yeah. He's British. Um, oh, you right, know, yeah. there's, like, a lot of things where they're, like, it, it seemed like they didn't understand the source material to get it quite right. Sure. Um, and then there's there's other times where I'm just, like, you know, Ben Affleck's Batman. I'm like, ah, I don't care. Like, I, that doesn't bother could, me. Yeah. You know, or anything like that. I'm like, I'm willing <laughs> to see someone's choice. I was I was on the Jesse Eisenberg train. I think I was the only one riding that train to see how he did Lex Luthor. But even then, I was again. I was the same thing. I'm like, I want to see what choices they make. Like, right. As far as the look, sometimes I don't care if the look is right there. Sometimes it's like, oh shit, you nailed that. Like that was perfect. Like right. that's the perfect. But Loki, I mean, Loki could be anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Like Tom Hiddleston. Literally, he's a shapeshifter. Right. I mean, he, he, Tom Hiddleston knocks it out of the park. Like, yeah. With that, with his portrayal of it, it's perfect. But you know. You know, Thor has a particular look to him, but you could find someone other than Chris Hemsworth, I'm sure, <clears throat> to play that role. I'm sure you could, yeah. You know, like, it's 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 not integral to me that you find someone that looks exactly like that, especially when it's based on anime. Because anime, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, when they adapted Attack on Titan, dude, those people were white, okay? And they had blonde hair. They had green hair. They it's, That wouldn't show up in the Japanese version of Attack on Titan. I didn't give a fuck. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's, it is what it is. Like, yeah. I'm just like, just portray them and make sure that I know who's who. Like, that's all I care about. It's more, it's, it's more the, the intent, the motivation of yeah. the character than it is what they look like. Cause I, I want to, yeah, I think the big thing about a character is what motivates them to do what they're doing. Yeah. And if you can, if you can relay that and if you're true to that, then whoever the fuck you have playing them, white guy, black yeah. guy. White girl, black girl, you know, guy, yeah. girl, whatever color, whatever yeah. race, whatever size, whatever what that doesn't matter as long as they can sure. portray the 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 emotional intent, the reason. Yeah, that's what a character is. Exactly, and that's where I, for me, like now people will argue that. Yeah, because there are some characters who are very. It's necessary to get 
because of what they look like, who they are, yeah. that drives what they do. Of but course. now we're, I mean, that's cement. Like, yeah. We're splitting hairs then. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, I just, I understand people are so attached to those characters or those stories that it's hard for them to see something that doesn't match that. Right. Like Final Fantasy VII. If you were to do a live action recreation of that, people know what these characters look like. So if you don't have someone looking just like the character, which I would also argue they would look like fucking weirdos if they look just like the computer game or the, the video game. Oh, absolutely. Because that fucking... Because computer sp- games are impossible. <laughs> you can't. spiky hair. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're doing a live-action adaptation, Japanese adaptation of Full Metal Alchemist, which is one of my favorite animes of all time. Really? And they have someone playing the lead character, and uh, they gave him that, that sort of blonde, spiky-ish hair, and he looks like an idiot. It, it just looks. It yeah. looks just terrible, <laughs> and I'm like, ugh, that's just. Ugh, it doesn't look right. It right. doesn't feel right. So I'm like, again, I, I'm willing to accept, you know, some. some I'll give people benefit of the doubt. Make him look like a real person. Yeah, and that's yeah. why when they, people are like, oh, this guy doesn't look like he does in Death Note. I'm like, well, I don't give a shit. Like, I think he looks close enough, and he looks like a kid, right? Who found something that doesn't belong to him that he shouldn't really have, and you know, I also find it interesting that they. In this story, the character is a is a teenager, like okay, giving because I think it's obviously specific. Although most animes deal with teenagers, but I feel like the story would be different if it was an adult that got that 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 note that death that that ability. Do you think that because they'd be more measured in their approach to it? I feel like with a teenager, I don't feel like there's really any political. Sort of, I could, I mean, feel free, I'm just, you know, pulling stuff out of my ass. I feel like their politics. I didn't even think about the political route. The politics is muted. The idea of power is different with a teenager. I mean, obviously, Kira views himself as a god because he's worshipped by people as a god. Uh, he's almost becoming his own god of death uh, and justice. Um, but I feel like if you did gave that to like a 40-year-old, the motivations would be different. Because for him... He doesn't necessarily want people to know who he is individually, but being known as Kira makes him very happy. Right. It makes him very, you know, um, <clears throat> that sort of thought, knowing that he is more or less ruling the world to some degree. Right. But he's only choosing the bad people. So he's very much like a Dexter, where he's punishing the bad people. Right. Like the people what he's doing is questionable, but he's doing it to people who kind of deserve it. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly, but I think crime decreases okay. because of it. But it's out of fear and is that the right way right you know, it's not by the, choice it's by it's by fear yeah and it gets to the point too where it, it's a complicated situation which i love because mm. i imagine you know and this is the question i was looking forward to asking you which was if the death note fell into your hands justin and you knew the rules and you knew what it was capable of what would you do with it that's a loaded that's a loaded question yeah wow i don't know man <clears throat> Yeah, because at this point you you look at just everything that you know you look at everything that drives you nuts with the political landscape and with you know just all the bullshit going on in in you know all the other countries around the world that are you know just riddled with terrorism and this and that and you're like wow I could I could clean up I could really make this in my in my eyes but who's to say that what I how I see things is right Yeah, you know what I mean like because if it falls into some you know some conservative hands, you know, and they shifted, made the world as they thought so it was right, I would totally 
more than likely be in disagreement with that. Yeah. So who's to say that what I, you know, what, what... We're always the hero, not the villain. <clears throat> exactly, of our own story. So that's a really good question, man. Um, well, I've always said that if I had to kill... If I had to kill to eat, mm-hmm. I would go hungry. Yeah. Like, I'd be a vegetarian. Because I don't know if I could take, like... I'm happy to eat a hamburger. Sure. One of my favorite things in the world is to eat a cheeseburger. Yeah. And put bacon on there? Sure. Yeah. Bacon cheeseburger? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, in, I'm in heaven. Sounds but delicious if, right now. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I just said so that. so good. But that having been said, if I had to go out and I actually had to slaughter the cow or slaughter the pig to get that, looking into their eyes, knowing I'm taking a life, you know, and, and ending that life, like, I don't know if I could physically do that. So... I bet you could if you were hungry enough. Right. Well, I mean, if I'm hungry enough, maybe. But I just i I think I would I would be eating many more vegetables and much less meat if that was yeah. the case. Because, and I know that you know, call me a hypocrite. I absolutely that makes me a hypocrite. I'm I admit that I'm yeah. not hiding from that at all. But I don't know if I would be able to, knowing that I'm writing a name in a book. I had to see the person, uh, know their name. And then write a name of the book, and they would. I would be taking a life. I, I don't know if I could do. There might be just enough separation where maybe, but I still don't think I could do it. Yeah, I I would probably just try to destroy the book. Yeah, I. Uh, what would you do? I I think it would be tough <clears throat> because again, you'd you'd for me, I I'm always I believe in justice, and I get upset about things, but I rarely believe that death is the answer. Okay, for a lot of situations like. Like corporal punishment, you're not necessarily not in. really for. Okay, um, I feel like it's weird to be like this group of people has decided that you must die because of what you've done. Now, don't get me wrong; people have done some horrible, horrible things. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, Timothy McVeigh and the Oklahoma City bombing. You know, Osama bin Laden. You know, things like that. I mean, people have done some brutal things. You right. know, rapists, child molesters. You know, things like that. But. To say that they should lose their life is usually that's a big wall for me to climb over when I'm like, yeah, kill them, kill I mean, them twice. Like I'm like, I can't. Now, obviously, no one's come into my home and harmed my family in a way where I, you know I've also been pushed to that brink. You know where I'm like, yeah. you know, I understand like if I'm fighting someone and it's do or die and we have to kill one another, that's that's one thing. But to sit there and to have them go through the justice system and then decide, yes, you will be put to death, right? Based on the, the the proof that we have here, that's weird for me. To yeah, because determine that to to your point, you're you know you've no one no one you can put all the evidence out that you want, but you weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, so I don't know exactly what's going on. So, so to in, make in, that decision, do I think Kim Jong Un's a crazy motherfucker? Yeah, do I just think he should die? I don't think so. Like I don't think you know what I mean. Like I don't under. I think everything about that country is wrong, but I should I write his name in a book so that he dies? I'm like, does that help anything? That's a power vacuum, right? Well, that's I mean? the thing. Like he he dies, someone else rises up and takes his place. That's that's not going to cure the issue. Yeah, Trump is he's an asshole. Should he die? I don't think so. Right? Like I don't think someone should go and murder him. No, there's like, he I, shouldn't die. I think he needs to be removed from office. Yeah, and I think the country, like yeah, that him him dying is not going to. F- Heal the the divide that is the yeah. that the country has right now. That so it, I, to that point, yeah, like just killing. You're ruling out of fear then. Yeah. To to what you had said earlier. Yeah. And is that really the way to do it? Because that doesn't. It. Yeah. And because you also got to consider, you have the power to decide how they die. 
if you don't like you can talk about specifically when and where and how yeah like and you could detail it as much as you want or if you just put their name in according to the anime rules they just die of a heart attack they just yeah, yeah. They, they, they they just die so you could try to get really complicated with how it looks that they were you know I mean because you also got to consider like let's well this is probably stupid to do it this way. <clears throat> Uh, so we won't name Trump, but we'll say a leader of power that we don't like. What if we plan out some elaborate thing in the Death Note, and that that um, you know somehow we miscalculate and he, he ends up a martyr? You know what I mean? Oh sure, you know, sure, he sure, was assassinated. Sure. Yeah. In a, like he, there's so many things that just killing someone is not enough. I feel like there has to be. <clears throat> now, what's interesting in in the Death Note is that obviously uh, light. Um, establishes that if you're doing something wrong, there will be consequences, and yeah. we will find out, and you, you, it will it will it will end. So, to some degree, he does make a positive effect, but I don't think it's for the right reasons. Right? You know what I mean, you get a good outcome, but you're doing it wrong right, to get right. there because you know I don't know. You'll, I don't think you'll ever be able to stop crime. And I guess this is this seems like a harsh way of going about. it. I just feel like like crime is, and it is, as sad as it is to say, crime is just in human nature. Yeah, like like. You're always gonna want if you if you don't have something and you want it, there's someone's gonna someone will be there to take it. Yeah, someone will have no problem taking it, and yeah. that that's I just feel like innately humans are able to make humans are able to justify compromises, mm-hmm. and eventually you'll make moral compromises, and that that breeds crime. Like that's yeah. just kind of how it goes. I don't think. I mean, there's different degrees of crime. I don't think you'll ever wipe it out altogether. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, just thinking, like I wouldn't want that. Yeah, it's just uh, even just knowing that that's there. It's also because I would feel like in a moment of weakness, I might use it, and just knowing that I'd have it. You know what I mean? Well, I was think like, about those too. Like the those like you don't drink, but like yeah. let's say you had a you were you were drinking. You're like, you know what, this motherfucker. You watch this. I'm gonna say break your arm. You know, and die and die. Like, <laughs> but like you know. Impaired judgment, you know, having yeah. a, getting emotional, having a, like there's so many, and obviously so many things that you could that that could get in the way. The character of that. Light doesn't have any of those flaws. He's incredibly intelligent. You know, he doesn't have those sorts of situations where he's going to kill just randomly. He does it to serve a purpose. I think that's the best so case he's scenario. Smart enough to be above all that. Yeah, like he doesn't drink, he doesn't do anything. Like he's very he's not disciplined. I mean, again, his goal—he's—he's he's very much a part of his goal, which is to rise up to this godlike status by stopping all crime. Right. And he's—he's—he doesn't usually do anything rash. He's a very rational, rational person. That I think is your best case scenario with someone who gets that book. What about the average dildo? That picks that up. That's that's a that's a huge problem. No, if you give it to the average average douche like that, that's the worst possible thing you could do. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 like one of those things. that's like um, it's like the monkey's paw tale where you wish for something and then every wish doesn't turn out the way you get what you want, but it's not exactly the way that you want. Right. There's always this. The, the, yeah. The, like the I want a million dollars. Great. Well, someone close to you dies and you get their uh, um, their their uh, health insurance. Right. Right. Dave's calling. Should we answer and have him on here real quick? Yeah. Why not? Hey, Dave, you're on the podcast. Say hi. Am I really? Yep. We're recording. Say hi. Why did you answer the phone? Because we're doing a podcast. This is the special. You're the you're the special guest. Yeah, you're the special guest. What do you want to say to all the mind gappers out there? 
What's your topic this week? We're talking about Death Note and Justice. Death Note and the video game series Injustice? No, and Justice, separate from that. <laughs> That's a weird combo. Death Note ampersand Justice. <laughs> yes. Uh, Death Note's a good series. It gets kind of weird towards the end, though. That's exactly what I said. See, it's very verified. It gets weird towards the end. It gets a little too Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Dave. <laughs> By the way, Dave, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but... Uh, also, just so you know, on uh, the last episode, I told the PlayStation 2 story, so you're welcome. Oh, I'm going to listen, because I've always wanted to know what happened to that damn thing. <laughs> I thought I told you, but now you can find out for sure. <laughs> you never told me. I'm pretty sure I did, but now you'll know for sure. Uh, I'm going to listen to it. All right, man. See you later. All right, bye. <coughs> I was like, why'd you answer? I'm like, because we're doing a podcast. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, right? You're uh, you're, you're well-liked here. Um. But, uh, yeah, I feel like the, the, the average person having something like the Death Note would be a terrible idea. Yeah. It's just one of those things where I think – because a lot of movies have done this too. Like the idea there was like the button. Like if you push a button, oh, yeah. uh, you, get, you get money. Was you it know? the Cameron Diaz movie? Was, yeah. Was, it the, was, it, was that the box? It was the box or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and you push a button and every time you someone somewhere dies, but you get money. Right. And it's like – would you push the button? Yeah. Right. I like Death Note a little bit more because you have to see their face and you have to know their name, so it's a little more personal. Right. You can't just randomly push the button. Yeah. So like, so to do that, there has to be specific intent right. with killing somebody. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You have to be like, whoa. Like, it's not just, ah, oh, my bank account's low. I'm just going just yeah. hit that button and, yeah, oh, like, I got a million dollars. I got a million dollars. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really it's really bizarre yeah. in that sort of sense. It can of, get a little personal. So I, I, I don't know. The concept of that just constantly... It it really is fascinating to me. Well, I'm gonna definitely check it out because I like I like anything to do with the other side, like yeah. demons and and you know spirit, other angels, like yeah. anything to do with that. You know, when you're dealing with that kind of a force, mm-hmm. and you you don't control that force, like mm-hmm. they they come in and they control you, mm-hmm. they manipulate, and they they're he the the you know the the god of death provided the book, mm-hmm. you know, so like you and. I'm sure you can't just write God of Death and now he's dead. Now I I'm the God of Death. Yeah, like, it doesn't work that way. So like any time that there's that kind of a powerful being, it always interests me to see how they play that in the story because usually it's a it's an allegory for something else that they're they commenting on. But yeah. I, I'm I'm that's really probably the thing that I'm the most interested about. Plus, it just freaks me out to think that demons are real. Yeah, and it's funny because in or the, gods, sorry, in, death gods. There's not a demon in, in the in the anime. Like they they definitely he looks super scary and nefarious, but in the, in the anime he just is pretty neutral for the most part. Is he okay? Because if I remember this correctly, every name, every life that's taken extends the death god's existence. Oh, okay. So they have a reason to right, write sure, stuff sure. in, and there's also a deal you can make with them where um, if you make this deal. Uh, you'll be able to see when you see someone's face. You'll be able to know their exact name. Oh, you don't actually have to find. You'll know it'll. T- it'll like there'll be like a little red marker above their head, and it'll say exactly what their name is. Okay, so you'll know exactly. So it's who like they are. it's going from the the free version to the paid version. Exactly. Right. But the price is half of your life. So you only live half as long. Exactly. You half your life. No. Why would you make that deal? That's <clears> a, that's exactly what Light talks about. He's like because there's this other girl. Who actually in the anime ends up getting a Death Note also? Okay, and she's a huge super fan of Kira, and she wants nothing more than to meet him. And so they kind of figure out that Kira has to see people's faces and stuff. So like everyone's covering up their face, and all of a sudden people start dropping dead. And they're like, "What? What's happening?" It's because she made that deal. 
and just by her looking at people, she can see their names and yeah, she can yeah. mark them down and kill them. Interesting. And uh, it's it's one of those like, and he's like, at one point he's trying to find out like who L is. Yeah. He's like, if I did this, I'd find out. He goes, no, it's not worth it because what good am I if I'm like ha- I have half of my life? Right, right, my, right. My reign and his arrogance of being a god. He goes, it's lessened. He's like, I yeah. can't do that. He's wow. like, I'm smart enough to find this, figure this stuff out. So that so they that's they, intense. They sort of exist on the on the sense of you know. Do you think they'll bring the girl into this? Well, I wonder. There's a girl in the trailer who seems like she's kind of that character, kind of. Okay. And um, I can't tell if she's his sister or his girlfriend or whatever because he in the trailer he's telling her like what he has and she's like, well, it seems like you know, you know, we should be gods or something like that. She says some yeah, sort yeah. of. Um, so I think she might be kind of that character to some degree. Okay. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like she has the ability to like has her own separate right. death note, you know, or anything like that. Yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah, it's 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 so interesting. So I'm that's really curious. yeah. I guess we'll have to see what uh, what what that brings. But what, when did you say it was dropping? It was I think it's time? August twenty fifth is oh, when it's man. coming out. So they got me interested. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how this how this plays out. Yeah. Again, I do have some hesitation, but I'm more confident about this than I have you know been with other things. What's the main point of hesitation for you? Um, it, the fact that it's an hour and forty minutes. I feel like okay. If, so if you want to you want it to slow play a little bit more. If they can do this and do it fine, but I'm hoping. It seems like they're touching on a lot of the things in the anime that happen, but I don't know how far they're going to get, and yeah, I'm okay with them not getting all the way through it. So one of the things, and because it's and this speaks to your your fear, mm-hmm. one of the things they said at the end of that article was, you know, while this while this might be a bad Death Note movie, it doesn't mean that Death Note will be a bad movie. Yeah, like basically, it's, it it may not be a a good movie in the sense of being true to the thing, but it may a separate in and of itself. Yeah, it could be good. You know, it just might it might not get as deep. Yeah, I, in, I'm, into the story. I'm actually surprised. Well, I guess probably for the sake of money, they, that's probably why they didn't do a um, a series on it. Um, but I feel like that's the type of series that you could do low cost. Yeah, you know, like it requires very minimal. I mean, unless I'm you know missing something, like I yeah. feel like you could do that one low cost. Yeah, I, I mean, if they did freaking you know Last Kingdom with uh, whatever his name, I've already forgotten his name, Uhtred of Bebenbur. right? You know the the costs for that and costumes and set pieces. I mean that definitely. Well, of course, that wasn't Netflix. That was done through BBC, so separate altogether. But the get down oh, wasn't that one like an insane amount of money? Oh, I loved what they what they called the the people on set used to call that the shutdown. Did they really? Because they were joking. They called the shutdown because it had so many problems. Oh my production god! I had no idea. It was. I read an article that just talked about how it, it just it was out of control. Yeah, and it didn't do well. And honestly, I'm not here to shit on stuff, but man, fuck that show! Like it because the thing that pissed me off about that was it had a. I liked it very much up to a point. Yeah, and there were some really annoying aspects that I overlooked. Yeah, but I was like, this is a really cool like look at hip-hop and how it started. And yeah. obviously, there's fictional elements into it. But, sure. you know, Grandmaster Flash, uh, 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 Cool Herc, and these other guys, like, actually, the actual people had a say, like, and they taught the actors. They gave them a hip-hop, like, That's awesome. history lesson. Yeah. And you're kind of seeing it play out, and it was so cool to be like, I'm like, I wonder what that would have been like to be there at the forefront of hip hop, where people are like, "What the fuck is this?" Because it was so different yeah. than anything else at the time. 
and they did a good job portraying that stuff, but then they just wandered down these stupid fucking paths. And the way that the that it ended was shitty. I was like, is there going to be a second season? Because this ends abruptly and weirdly. And then it's like, oh, it got canceled. I'm like, good, fuck you. Like, that doesn't need, you know. Right. I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> like, it seemed like it wrapped up so well with 20 minutes left to go. And I'm like, what the hell are they going to do? And they're like, ah, twist. Right. I'm like, why? No. Why would you do that? We were so close. And it was, and they did some, they took some unique choices, like with how they animated some of it versus it being live action. And I don't know. It was just very, I don't know. You had some great actors in there, and it's just, oh, they stunk it up. <laughs> They stunk it up. They took such a great, great concept and just pooped all over it. You know what else is a great concept that we won't poop all over? The throwdown! We got to do a postmodern jukebox version of, like... Oh, yeah. Not the intro, but the throwdown. It's a throwdown. It's a throwdown to the death. Blood will get all over your hands because it's a throw down. Yeah. <laughs> Put that shit on SoundCloud. No. You can find that on iTunes, uh, available for purchase for three ninety nine. <laughs> it's reasonable. <laughs> um, so today, um, in honor of what we're talking about, um, and if you... If we can't do this one because you watched the whole series, the animated series, the anime series, sorry. Uh, So if if we can't do this one logistically because you can't separate yourself from how it actually ends, I understand. Uh, But I wanted to do Light and L. Light versus L. In a battle of the wits. Hmm. I don't want to spoil anything. So I, I kind of, <laughs> as I was doing it, I'm like, there's a, there's a 90% chance we won't be able well, to Well, I will play. say they do have a wonderful duel in the series. Like, that's kind of the whole point of it. And the way that everything comes about is complicated. So, um, I yeah. will save that one. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we won't go yeah. down that route. We'll see. Yeah, we can come back to that one. Uh, I feel like we've done this one. All right. But let me know if we have not. Link versus Legolas. I don't think we have done Link vs. Legolas. No? No. I think it's got to be Legolas. You sure we haven't done it? I'm pretty sure we haven't done Link on anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then Link vs. Legolas. I feel like it's got to be Legolas. Yeah? Why? He's an elf. What's Link? I think he's an elf, too. I was going <laughs> to like, I think he's an elf. Um, Link relies on magic and magical items. Okay. So that makes him a pussy. <laughs> Done. Just like Iron Man relies on his technology. That's a magic. He's pussy. <laughs> um, oh, I just—it's hard because you've seen Legolas do amazing things in Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and his fighting style is pretty impressive. Just slaughtering orcs. Link is purely a video game character that you've obviously taken him through, and yeah. Helped him get these magical items so he can go to the next dungeon and fight these monsters and stuff like that. So he but has from, fight. He has fought monsters and stuff. But for most of it, I'm assuming, and I'm again, I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not a Zelda player. But for most of his history in video games, I'm sure it hasn't been an action based. It's more of like a puzzle based, isn't it? No, it's mostly action. It it's is. Like, it's usually an overhead uh, like 
original like there were some puzzles but it's mostly so you are swiping the sword and actually fighting i yeah, didn't realize most that. of okay. that yeah has always been all right that sort of stuff so i guess my question here is what equipment does link have because that's also going to hugely determine his advantage or well, disadvantage the only way that i really know link is from super smash brothers okay so he's got i'm gonna say he's got a sword okay i'm gonna give him a bow and arrow that makes sense and i'm gonna give him a bomb okay and a shield obviously and a shield okay that seems good does his sword shoot magical range damage or no in Smash Does Brothers. it normally? It In the video game, if you have full health and you have a magic sword, it shoots out like long-range magical beams. If he doesn't do that in Smash Brothers, then we're not going to include it. God, you know, I rarely played with him. I'm Kirby's my guy. Kirby's I can fuck your, anyone up with yeah, Kirby. Eat, suck him in and poop him out the side. That's what it is, man. Yeah. yeah. Turn into brick mode. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about Smash Brothers now. Yeah. Um, I might pull that out today and play it. Yeah. I might pull it out and play with it. Ah, now we're talking. Yeah. Um, God, I don't... Ah, fuck, man. I don't remember. Well, here's what I'll say. Um, based on that, we know that he's pretty good with a bow and arrow, but I don't think he's anything special. Okay. Legolas is a fucking he's crack shot. He's something special. He's something special. And he's got that magic quiver. Yeah, so he just... I mean, his accuracy would just be... Just incredible. So, assuming Link can block that sort of stuff, he's locked down. Like, he's basically, like, he's not going anywhere because Legolas is just going to be fucking shooting stuff. Yeah, so, so it's kind of a standoff in that sort of regard where, like, Link can't move, but Le- well, Legolas could probably close the distance. But if he closes the distance... He's also incredibly... You lose, you lose your... You, you lose the effectiveness of a bow and arrow when you close the distance. But he also has those double he does. daggers, which he's fucking incredible with. So, But Link, also, but, but Link's got, don't forget the bomb, the sword, and the shield. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the bomb is like the predator thing he does, where it's like if he's dying, he like lights it, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> but then Legolas would just run away. Right. Because <laughs> he's super fast. Um, I guess also, where are they fighting? Forest. Legolas has definitely has an advantage there because he's a wood elf. So right, what is Link? Link's just an elf. Oh, <laughs> I was isn't he always in the forest running around and shit? Not always. No, sometimes in the mountains, sometimes in the desert. If we, what if he's saying he's in a, what if we put both of them in downtown Chicago? <laughs> All right, well that's that's definitely neutral territory. <laughs> <laughs> Buckingham Fountain. They're Buckingham both, Fountain. They're like, both hanging out by Buckingham. Smash Fountain. Brothers at Buckingham Fountain. That's level. essentially it. Yeah. All right. Um. And there's just straight up arena. There's no jump on anybody or anything like that. They just show up and they're like, they know they're fighting elf on elf. They show up and that voice from Mortal Kombat goes, fight. And they're like, go. Um, I just feel like. the Super Smash Brothers music starts playing. Zelda. Okay. Um, I feel like just on based on what I've seen Legolas do, his agility, his speed, uh, his strength, his accuracy, I feel like even in close quarters, he's gonna he's gonna cause Link a, a hell of a lot of pain. Okay, it doesn't matter that oh, I'm not a hell saying, of a lot of pain. Okay, I, I'm saying I don't not that Link is screwed, but I don't think Link's gonna be able to catch up with him. Okay, he's not gonna be able to. So you th- I see. I feel like with Legolas, just with his speed alone, yeah, I feel like that's that is the kind of the nail in the coffin. I agree. Like, if I you feel, will. I feel like he's just so fast. He's so accurate. 
Um, he's just, yeah, he almost has bullet time. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> With how fast that he moves. Sure. And just, you know, he's also, like, been around for hundreds of years. Right, that's fair, too. So he's had ample time to hone his skills right. and things like that. So I'm going to give I'm gonna give it to Legolas. All right, got to give it to Legolas, too. Link is good. He's definitely done some great things, but he's also done it with the help of magical items. Like okay. He's really relied. Like, there's certain... Labyrinth and stuff you could not get to unless you've been to a previous labyrinth and gotten the item that takes you there. Okay. Like, you can't get to level four in Legend of Zelda without getting the raft from level three. Right. I you mean, know, like, you can't get there. It's just impossible. You can try. Yeah. You can try all day. And he starts out with a wooden sword. Right. And then he upgrades to, you know, a silver sword. Then he upgrades to the magical sword. Right. You know, he gets the... The bracelet of power that allows him to move things. Slap bracelet of power. You know, it's he. I feel like he just relies so heavily on these other items. That's okay. the only thing that makes him like that gives him the advantage. Not that he's not a, a he's a decent hand to hand combat guy, but he's just not going to go up well against Legolas. Legolas for the win all day. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. This was a fun one. Uh, if you have seen Death Note and you disagree with us, go fuck yourself. No, let us know how you think. Uh, if you're interested in seeing Death Note, let us know what your thoughts are. Check out the trailer. Let us know what you think about that. Mm. Um, I'm super, like, it caught my eye, and I like I wanted to share it with everybody. I'm like, you guys need to watch this. This is mm. so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely uh, let us know. Check us out uh, and let us know what you think about that. You can find us on Facebook. Look for our page there. You can find us on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. And Justin exists in the digital realm. You can find me online at JustinStrandland.com, on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher. Subscribe to us. Review us. Uh, let us know. It takes 35, maybe 37 seconds to write a review. On average. On average. Uh, you know, Just let us know on there. Like, hey, these guys are really fun, and we like listening. Listen to. And that just makes our – that warms the, the cockles of our heart. The cockles of our heart. That's yeah. a real thing. It is. <clears throat> so it warms those. <laughs> Um, but yeah, on iTunes, on Stitcher, subscribe to us uh, and review us, please. And we very much appreciate it. Uh, you can check us out also on uh, twoeastaith.com slash mindgap. That's the number two, east, the number eight, th, twoeastaith.com slash mindgap. Also, twoeastaith.com slash the best bar podcast ever is another podcast I do every Monday or most Mondays with Milo Stevanovich. And it's about the bar industry. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, booze. Booze is good for your heart. Booze is good for your heart. We actually did our first uh, kind of give back episode. Oh, yeah. With, uh, there was a, a couple weeks ago, um, guy has a dog. Um, Maisie is the dog's name. And oh. Maisie lost the, the use of her back legs. Oh. Just kind of went paralyzed one day. Poor Maisie. Um, and on the, he started this kind of like a GoFundMe type thing mm-hmm. to help pay for her bills because they were just getting insanely high. Um and a lot of just animal lovers have reached out and, and helped him out. So he's doing That's this awesome. thing called, well, I don't know if he has a name for it, but it's uh, when you make a donation on this, uh, on the, the crowdfunding site, uh, you can either vote for Revolution Brewing or Half Acre Brewing. And whoever has the most votes, once they hit their threshold, he's going to get his first tattoo is going to be of that brewer's oh, cool. logo. And so the breweries have actually been pushing it out and helping That's so the cool. fundraising process and everything too. So two really great breweries and Chicago, local Chicago breweries. So where can people find this? Uh, Twoeastate.com slash the best part podcast ever. There we go. And look for look for the uh, the link on that site. Uh, if you want to vamp for just a second, I will tell you. Vamp. Yeah. Vampire for just a second. Space vampire. Space vampire. I don't need air to breathe, and I. 
you know, do you think radiation bothers vampires? I can't imagine it would. So just, they need blood. So if blood is irradiated, does that mess with them, do you think? If blood is... Irradiated? Basically poisoned with radiation? Well, if they're... Actually, yes. If they're drinking it, then I would say almost undoubtedly. If they're drinking radiated blood, it would it would mess with them. Like if someone else... Mm-hmm. If someone else is drinking... If, so, if someone else got radiation poisoning and they drank that blood, then yes, I would say that would fuck with them. But just being around, but just like being a, out in it, probably not. In, like, I don't know. Does being around sense? like a nuclear blast or anything like that, or like it's a, a really just radiated area. Because I mean, is there any proof that vampires get cancer? I don't think they do. Oh man, I don't know. I feel like this is a whole other podcast. Guys, strap yourself in for part two. Part two. <laughs> do vampires get cancer? That was a perfect amount of time because I <laughs> do vampires. Mind gap. Part two. <laughs> Do vampires get cancer? <laughs> Blah. Um, the uh, the crowdfunding site is called You Caring. Y o u c a r i n g. So it's youcaring.com, and then there's a whole huge uh, URL um, that I'm not going to try to read to you. Just go to youcaring.com and look up Help Maisie. M a i z y. There you go. Or you can go to the shortened one. It's it's a bitly one. It's b i t dot l y slash Help Maisie. Cool. That's the shortened one. So if you guys like dogs <clears throat> and uh, want to help them out, help out Maisie. Yeah. Go and vote and uh, help them out. That's really cool. Also, make Dan, the owner, get his first tattoo because he'll probably cry. There you go. There you go, Dan. Here's to you getting your first tattoo. Booyah. Booyah. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, we're real excited because next week we're going to have a great guest on. Oh, it's going to be good. Stand-up comedian. She's got a special coming out. Really excited. So definitely uh, tune in for that. So we'll see you next time. And remember, you know, only you can be a good person and end someone's life with a death note. Mind Gap Podcast. <laughs>